Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Hey guys, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy. I'm your host, Jamie, and today is the Happy Half Hour, which comes out on Fridays, every other Friday, and I'm super excited to have a friend back with me, Shay Scholl. Hi, Shay. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm good. It's fun to have you back on the show because this is weird, okay? I just want just to take this in. You okay. were on the show exactly one year ago today. No way. Was I really? Yes. March 31st, 2016, Happy Hour number 82. And now you're on the Happy Half Hour on March 31st, Aww. 2017. Okay. Well, we have to talk more than once a year, Jamie. That's I what know, I get right? from that. I mean, <laughs> this is what this actually means is that we talk <laughs> once a year and we need to make it happen more often. Yes. Which hopefully one day you're going to be a guest on my live show because. Yes. I, you just, when, you know, I'm not out of town or something. I know. Yes, I would love that. I just, yes. I always keep, I, I just keep asking you and one day you'll Please say yes. Do. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yes, you will. Um, before we get to our show, which is a little bit different than the regular happy hour. I want to thank um, our sponsor for today's show, and that is Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a meal planning service, and they make your life so much easier. Um, Prep Dish, you sign up for a service, and every week you get a grocery list, a prep list, and a meal planning list. And my husband and I just did this this past weekend. So on Saturday, I went grocery shopping with the list that they sent me, and then I spent about two hours in the kitchen, and then we had meals prepped for the entire week. Um, and let me tell you, as a mama with four kids going crazy every single day of the week, it makes it so much easier. Um, and they have paleo, gluten-free, all kinds of healthy stuff. Go to prepdish.com slash happy hour, all lowercase, and they're going to give you a $4 trial. It's a dollar a week, guys. A dollar. What can you even get for a dollar these days, Shay? Nothing. 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 I just went to Starbucks and got two drinks, one for me, one for my son. It was $7. Of course. And I... I think you must have gotten two talls because that's you're exactly right. So prepdish.com slash happy hour to try that out. Um, thank you, prepdish. Okay. Shay, you were on here a year ago and something huge has happened since you were on here last. Yes. I have another baby. I have four <laughs> kids now, Jamie. Yes. So when you were on last March, which would have been the very end of March, when did your fourth child come home? We met her and um, we received her in China on September 11th and we came home a few weeks after that. So we've had her a little over six months now. Okay. And so how has it been a big transition from three kids to four kids? I would say the first eight weeks, uh, the first eight weeks kicked my butt. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> but after that, it's gotten easier, which is weird. But at the beginning, it was just a lot of people to get their shoes on and dressed and buckled and feed and all of that stuff. And it took me a while to kind of get into my groove. Um, but now I think it's easier because I feel like everybody has a, a friend. There's oh, no person yeah. left out. They pair off. It's always a different combination. 
So now I actually, when one of them is not here, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want them to come back because it's easier with four, I think. I know. And just wait until three are at school and you're left with one. I mean, that happens to mamas all the time. You've got that last kid to go off to kindergarten. And that last year, the kid is like lonely and sad because their friends are gone. And you as the mom are like, where are the people that you play with? Like, this is so sad for everybody. Yes. Yes. So it's been such an amazing blessing. Well, congratulations. Um, four kids. I'm a fan. We have four. And I always say yes. that two to three kind of kicked my tail, but my third was a 22 month old. Um, and then three months later we went to number four. So we kind of had a whirlwind of yes, two to four did. kids in three months and it kind of, it kicked my tail for sure. Um, okay. Well, thank you for coming on. If you guys haven't listened to her, uh, Shay on our show, she was number 82 a year ago from today. Um, and so with the happy half hour, Shay, here's how it goes. I just ask you some questions. We chat about them and it's only 30 minutes, which is super sad, but it's fun for people to listen on a Friday, you know, to get through the weekend. So yeah, totally. Also, oh my gosh, you have a new book out as well. A new cookbook. I do. Yes, I do. Um, it's called kids in the kitchen and it's, it's a great little book that you should take in the kitchen with your kiddos. It's food that you will like, they will like, they can help you make it and assemble things. It's great. Yeah. It came out. It's super cute. I have it right here in my hand. Um, I love when um, you send me cookbooks because it's so fun because we do a lot of cooking in our home and my kids are always involved. And so um, people think, ah, how do I do this? And you say, it's easy. You can do it. And you even have ways in here to help get your kids involved um, in the cooking. Absolutely. From all ages. My kids have been in the kitchen with me since they were, you know, infants. And now my oldest one is eight and she's such a help in the kitchen. She really is. Oh, they're so, and they learn so much as well. Like they do. They, it's, and it's a great time to have conversations as well. So, kids in the kitchen, crazy fun recipes to make memories together. And three of your four beautiful kids are on the cover, which is fun. Oh, and you yes. also just took two of your kids to a TV taping. I did. I've been really busy. Yes. You uh, have. Just on Monday, just a couple of days ago, uh, we went to LA for the, to film the Hallmark Home and Family show. We did a cooking segment together. They cooked with me. It was a lot of fun. That is so fun. I didn't realize y'all went to LA for that. I don't know why I thought they might've come to McKinney, Texas, but. Uh, yeah, we went to LA for that. What a fun little business trip with mom. It was, it was. I'll always remember it. It was really special. Oh, that's sweet. I love taking my kids with me when I travel. Um, in fact, I've just started doing it a little bit more. My husband tries to do it a lot when he travels, um, but it's fun for the kids and it's fun for the mom most part, you know, so. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, Shay, what is something that you've read, watched, or heard that you cannot stop recommending to other people? Um, Read, watched, or heard. Or anything Um, that you love these days that you want to tell everyone about, honestly. I mean, okay, I cannot stop talking about my sleep number bed. Um, I know. They are not paying me. They did not purchase my (laughs) sleep number bed for me. Uh, My husband and I set out to buy, right after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year, a new mattress, which... We thought would be easy, but we were so wrong. Um, we went to store after store and, you know, you lay on them, but it's hard to tell because like a thousand people have laid on that bed. Mm-hmm. So it's naturally softer than the one that they're going to deliver to your house. And so we ended up buying a foam mattress, which we had never done before. And I hated it immediately, uh, but they wouldn't let us return it for 30 days. So we slept on this foam. Hey, he didn't like it either. We slept on this foam mattress for 30 days and just hated life the whole time. And then we kept going to all these mattress stores. And for some reason, I don't know why we had a bad taste in our mouth about sleep number. I don't know. Maybe it's the cheesy commercials or I don't know what it is, but out of desperation late one night, we dragged all 
uh, four kids into sleep number and fell in love. And now I like won't shut up about my sleep number bed. They should pay me. I should work in a store. I would make really good money selling mattresses because I'm a 25 and I love it. And it's like my favorite thing ever is my sleep number bed. This is like, I'm glad that you're telling me this because Erin and I are going to need to buy a new mattress soon, which what do they say? How often should you buy a new mattress? Well, I mean, they say like a typical mattress every 10 years, but this sleep number mattress is supposed to last you 25. So that's great. Yes. Um, Oh, it's amazing. Okay. So we had ours for like eight. So maybe we have a little bit more time in it. We we had that whole dip problem where we were like sinking and rolling into each other. And yeah, we had yeah. that problem going on. Yeah. So do y'all have Can't a king shut bed? up about it. Do you have a king bed? We do. We That's have a king cute. bed. Yeah. It's it was... so nice because you have your own room if you want your own <laughs> yes, room. There's yes. room in there for all those kids to squeeze between them That's when exactly it's storming right. outside. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So how long did it take you to figure out your number? Oh, like immediately for me in the store, I figured out I was a 25. Andrew has back problems. And so he came home and thought he was one number and then played around with it. And now he's settled on a 60. So, I mean, that's a huge difference. He's a 60. I'm a 25. I mean, we could never have found a mattress that we both liked. We were always going to have to compromise, but now we don't. I like mine more soft. He likes his more firm. Yeah. You just sold sleep number to everybody listening. I mean, I'm telling you, it's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. It won't be long until I do see you doing sleep number ads. So they're going to be coming for you. Uh, okay. So busy mom, working, author, running a blog, running all kinds of things, four kids, mom, how do you recharge? Oh, I'm, I love to read. My favorite thing to do is get a cup of coffee, a cup of tea. I recently became obsessed with tea mm-hmm. and sit down and read. And even if I only get, you know, 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes before I go pick up all my kids from school, it's just a great way for me to recharge, put my phone down, drink some tea, read a book. I love to do that. What are you reading right now? Okay. Right now I am reading, um, what am I reading right now? I do. Oh, Oh, it's really good. It's by an author I've never read before. I don't know the name of it because I don't know. You just asked me, but it's a fictional book about a lady who she thought her husband died. So now she's going to go ahead and get remarried and uh-oh, her husband didn't die. And, oh yeah. No. It's all very suspenseful. It's very castaway, right? With Helen Hunt. Yes. And Paul Hanks. Yes. And so I'm like halfway through and she just realized her husband's not dead. And I'm like, oh my goodness, <gasps> where's this going to go? So yeah, I mean, I read a variety. I read fiction, nonfiction. I read some that are like Christian based. I read a ton of books about the French culture. I'm obsessed with like all things French. So I read a lot of little French books. Um, I read a good Dutch book, uh, a book about Dutch living this month. So I just love to read a big variety. I love that. And you like to watch, do you watch TV? I, I do like to watch TV. I like to binge watch. So I always have some sort of a show that I'm kind of binge watching and I watch it like while I'm folding laundry or emptying the dishwasher, stuff like that. Yeah. What are you, what are you binging right now? Well, I have a really mature grown up pick of Gossip Girl is what I've I'm watching. I've never seen that. I, uh, I don't know what I was doing when it originally aired. I don't, I think maybe I was in college or something. I missed it when it first came out, but my friends were all watching it and I'm hooked. I mean, it's like, it's horrible and wonderful at the same time. And so, yeah, I have a season left of Gossip Girl. So I'm very that is excited awesome. about that. Aaron and I, we, we found ourselves not watching a lot of TV lately and we're not we don't have almost the same taste, but we also don't like, if I have time to watch, binge watch a show, he's not here. And so then I feel weird that I'm watching without him. We're like old people that we find ourselves at night laying in bed watching. We're like, let's watch one episode of 2020 before we go to bed. Like, <laughs> and then we fall well, asleep and have to ask each other, like, what happened? Did she murder her mom? Like, we're having these weird conversations. No, Andrew and I kind of binge watch our own shows. Like, he likes 
the more maybe violent guy kind of shows. And I like the gossip girl kind of show. So we kind of binge watch our own thing. And then um, we watch maybe something we can both agree on, like scandal or something mm-hmm. like that um, yeah. in the evenings together. But yeah. Mm, love it. Love it. Okay. Shay, whenever you are um, gone from this earth and you are yes. with Jesus, what do you want a legacy to be for you? I want everybody to know how much I love Jesus and how they should love Jesus too, because he loves them. My the number one thing I hope that people, when they think of me, they think of the Lord because without him, I am nothing. So I hope that my legacy starts and ends with Jesus. And then after that, I hope that people look at my four kids and think, wow, they're good kids. Like mm. she did a good job. I hope that my kids are my legacy. And um, yeah, so I hope Jesus. And then I hope that I'm raising four sweet little humans that are going to grow up to be productive members of society that love Jesus too. Mm, I love that. I love that. Which speaking of, I don't know if I told you this or not, speaking of raising kids that love Jesus, your parents did a fabulous job raising you. Um, But did I tell you that after our interview that your sweet dad sent me a personal written thank you note for having you on the show? (laughs) No, but that sounds like my dad. It was like, I literally got it. And I was thinking, this is one of the kindest things that any like rant. I've never met your dad. I don't know your dad, but he sent me such a kind note. My dad is a, he is a sweetheart. He is a keeper for sure. He is a keeper. Yes. That's well, sweet. You tell your dad personally again for me. Thank you for um, sending me a note because that was so kind. Oh, um, I will. Okay. So I know that you um, travel a lot um, and this isn't really a question, but you told me recently that your kids have been to about 20 countries. They have. Yes. They, uh, my oldest two, my eight year old have been I think they've been to 19 and then my uh, four year old has been to like, I don't know, 10 or 11. So yeah, we love to travel. It's an important part of um, who we are as a family. It was an important part of who I was growing up with my mom and dad and brother seeing the world and traveling. So we've, you know, continued that here in our family. That's awesome. And if, if you're listening and you didn't listen to the regular happy hour on Wednesday, it was Tish Oxenrider and the whole show we talked about how her and her family took nine months and traveled the world. And so now you're hearing it twice in one week about traveling with your kids. So I know people's interests are going to be sparked. Okay, Shay, what advice do you love to get out? What advice do I love? Oh, I probably love to give a lot of random advice out. Let's see. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think. Jamie, what advice do I love to give out? I know something um, that you mentioned to me that I think- that Tell I me. Like, you mentioned something about coconut oil. Oh my gosh. How could I forget that? Jamie, do you use coconut oil? I use it. Do you on have my... two jars at your house? You need <laughs> well, two jars. I do because we cook with it and I use it in my daughter's hair. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, it's perfect. You should use it in your hair too. I am obsessed with coconut oil. In fact, I hurt my cuticle just about 15 minutes ago and I immediately went in and got coconut oil and put it, it does everything. It, you put it in your hair. It protects from chlorine and sun damage. You, um, you put it in your coffee and it's like a little bit of creamer and a little sweetener. It's good on a sunburn. It's good as a moisturizer. It takes your makeup off, even your eye makeup. It's the best thing ever. I love coconut oil. Okay, so I'm going to you put it in your hair? Yes, all the time. Yes. I put it in my hair for two reasons. I either use it as like a deep conditioner. And so I'll put it in there and let it sit for 10, 20 minutes or something. And then I'll wash it out. And I also like to put it in my hair before I go swimming because I am a blonde and the chlorine will turn my hair green super fast. And so if I put coconut oil like in my hair before I get in the pool, it helps keep the, my hair from absorbing all the chlorine. And you're just using like the regular tub like we buy. 
Yep. Then I buy at the grocery store. So now, I buy a tub for the kitchen and one for the bathroom. That's the best. Now, when you put it in your hair as like a deep conditioner, this is going to sound dumb, but I don't know. You do it in the shower while your hair is wet? Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Uh, well, and sometimes I put it on. If, I, if I'm using it to get in the pool, I'll just put it on dry. I'll just get, you know, I'll just take it out with my fingers and you mm-hmm. know how it kind of gets liquidy in your yeah, hand uh-huh. and I'll just put it all over my hair dry before I hop in the pool. I think it works either way. Wow. I'm learning something new today. Coconut oil should pay me too. <laughs> yes, but they sleep should. Sleep number, coconut oil. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, you, I love, put it on toast. It's just good in the kitchen and it's good in the bathroom. Yeah, hey. I love it. Well, I do put it on my daughter's scalp all the time. Um, and so I didn't know if I could do it on that, on my hair as well. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Shay, what equals success to you? I think success is like this big word. And some people are like, oh, I'm not successful, but you are successful in lots of different areas. But what at the end of the day, do you say, if this happens, then it's a success? The first thing that comes to my mind is contentment. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel personally that success can be, I mean, what is success? Is it, is it money? Is success fame? Is success being happy? with where you are? Is it being married? Is it, you know, whatever. So I kind of feel like if you are content with wherever God has you right now, um, you should consider yourself successful. Mm. So that's where I am. I feel like I've been successful at many different times in my life, but all for different reasons. You know, I was successful. Um, and I was successful because I got pregnant after years of struggling with infertility. You know, Mm -hmm. I felt successful. I felt it was a sense of contentment, but I was also happy and content when I was trying to, I just kind of think success and contentment go hand in hand. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about your infertility in the show. If anyone's curious about how that went down for you. Um, okay. Another question. What's a pet peeve that you have? Well, I've flown a lot recently. Um, and I have a new pet. I mean, I have a ton of pet peeves. We could do a whole show on Shay's pet peeves, but (laughs) I, um, I have a new one. I don't know why. And I'm sure someone's going to email me and try to explain it. And I'm going to, God love them, appreciate that. But when I, when my husband and, and I, or when I go with my kids, when there are more than one of us at the airport and we walk up to the counter and one of my bags is 48 pounds and one of my bags is 51 pounds, why must you make me open the 51 pound bag and move a pound to the other bag? And then proceed to put both of them on the airplane. Can't you just say the shoals collectively <laughs> have not gone over the weight limit for pounds. their yeah. bags that I don't understand. Why must I pull out my jeans and pull out, you know, yes. my boots and move them to the other bag because we have not reduced the amount of weight. <laughs> have you right? asked anyone at the counter about this? Cause I'm sure they'd love to hear it. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> they wouldn't, which is why I have not asked, <laughs> but it just said that makes it. Now I understand if you're traveling by yourself, right? That's one right. ticket. You need to reduce it, uh-huh. but it's never that for us. It's always we're the family opening their suitcases right there and we're moving from A to B. And I'm like, the math is the same. Both of them are going on the same aircraft. I have not reduced the weight. I've just shifted them. Yes. That is a new pet peeve of mine. And I'm sure someone's gonna have a great explanation. But yeah, that's a new This one happened to us recently. There were four of us traveling and we had to do the exact same thing, move stuff around the exact same yeah. thing. You didn't you're lose any weight with all of the people behind you and you're opening up your suitcase and like probably like panties are falling out and bras. Yes, and, always, yeah, always. Always. Yes. Always. Yes. I've recently and discovered I have a, a airport pet peeve. Um, you know, when you're standing around your baggage claim, which man, I, I used to not be this way, but I will try my hardest to not check a bag anymore. But when I, when you're standing around the baggage claim to get your bags and everyone stands so close to the thing that no one yes. can see the bags. <laughs> 
Like I, I look at Aaron and he knows is my pet peeve and he thinks I'm dumb, but I'm always like, if everybody would just back up and then when you <laughs> see your bag, you take two steps forward and you pull it off. But otherwise it's just turns into a disaster. So that's one of my pe- airport pet peeves. You know, traveling just used to be, um, so much less stressful than it is now, you know, right? all of that adding up. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Okay. I love it. And I think it would be a fun, all a Shay's pet peeves for sure. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Book me for an hour that time. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, speaking of traveling, if you could live anywhere for a year, where would it be? Um, it would be London. Um, I just think it would be really neat one to live abroad, uh, two to live somewhere where I already speak the language that would help me out a mm-hmm. lot. And we just love my husband and I, we just love London. And, um, yeah, I think it would be great to live there. Maybe one of these days we can do that. Maybe not right now. I know. But maybe one of these days. Yeah. My husband's going to London this summer and it's for work. And so it was kind of like one of these moments where I was like, Oh, I want to go with you. I want to go with you. And he's like, but we won't get to do what you think we'll get to do. And so I'm not going. I know it's so hard. It's so it's hard. So, I know. I love oh, London, you're a travel so. bug. Have you been to Ireland? No, it is. It is up on my list. Okay. though. I have okay. not been to Ireland. No, we're heading there this summer. You are. Well, I bet the weather's going to be. Very I know. Nice for and you. So I just, we talked about that this Wednesday too, as well. So, um, okay. So, uh, looking at 2017, it's kind of early 2017, you know, the end of March, what's a yeah. goal you have for yourself this year? Oh, to do less, which I feel like, I mean, everybody says that, but I'm really actively trying to do less. I mean, this week would not be a good example of that, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm really trying to cut back in certain areas. And I think, I think that it's going to be a great thing for me personally and for my family, but I'm really trying to do less and appreciate and focus more on what's left. Mm, that's hard in some areas. Like I yes, feel like is. in some areas you're like, okay, I can do this. I can physically see how to do less. And in other areas you're like, I have to mentally like, and emotionally prepare myself to do less. You know what I'm saying? And so it can be hard sometimes. Yes. And I'm having to do, I'm making very conscious choices to do less of things that I've been doing for a long time. So, you know, I have to tell people no when they're used to hearing me say yes. Oh yeah. Um, but, you know, um, but that's okay. So, um, I've already cut back. Um, uh, you know, it's been good. So I'm very happy about that. Well, that's good what I'm for trying. You. Good for you. That's a good goal for the year is to cut back and say less because, I mean, as we say all the time, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something as well. And so you're yes. just trying to make your yeses matter more. You know, and not to get off topic, but, you know, one of my very best friends, she passed away last month and left behind um, her two really small kids. And it's just put a lot in perspective as well. You know, mm. if she were here, she would want to focus on the more important things and not the less important things. And I need to remember that life is short, right? Yeah, I should be yeah. focusing primarily on my family and um, the things that really matter. Mm, I saw that on your Instagram and I'm so sorry about that. Thank you. It's been hard, I'm but thank sure, you. I appreciate I'm it. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm sure like grateful and thankful that, you know, she had you guys as friends to continue to love on her family as well. Absolutely. Um, okay. Shay, man, it's a quick 30 minutes, huh? It is a quick 30. I could talk to you all day, Jamie Ivy. I know. I know. Well, we'll have to talk more than once a year for sure. And I just cannot believe that you were on exactly a year ago. I know. Well, I hope to talk to you before uh, before the end of next March. But thank you so much for having me back today. I know. And as this show airs, I'm actually driving to Dallas for the Sparrow Conference this weekend. So I will be close to you. I will honk when I get into Dallas and say hi to you up north. Have so much fun. Um, so guys, thank you for listening today. If you didn't hear the regular happy hour, it is on Wednesday. And Tish Oxenrider was the guest and she and I talked a lot about traveling, which is fun because it's right up next to Shay's episode because 
I know that you and Andrew love to travel with your kids as well. And then next week, my guest is Jenny Randall, and we talk about a lot about being creative, being creative. And so it's a really fun episode. So anyhow, guys, thanks for listening to the Happy Hour. Have a great week, and I'll see you next week. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com.